When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. App now. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After. KPNT FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. I think it's funny on camera, though. Just two sad limp mics with empty rolling chairs. You can see the the wrapping of our studio a lot better, though. Yeah, look at us. No humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back. Morning after. If you're just now tuning in, I said at the outset of the last segment, but I'll say it again. Dug out. Hamptons. He'll be back on Wednesday of next week. So I uh, hope he enjoys himself. <laughs> Tim is at a school function for his eldest son. So he will be in here shortly. I don't know. He's probably in here in the next... 10, 15 minutes. I'm not positive. I don't know. I just know he'll be here today to entertain millions upon millions. So you have to deal with uh, Pepper and Genie Live plus me and KG for like an, for a little while longer. You'll be all right. We appreciate Todd Reese and Mr. Smith calling in and everyone who's texted on the Jeff Lottman text inbox. We love the uh, support. We love the engagement. We love the hate. And uh, I think Mr. Smith is delivering Iggy's coffee as we speak. So Iggy will be in better spirits because he'll be caffeinated. Yeah. And people are texting, lock the door. It's kind of a funny <laughs> new thing that we have going on. Well, I have um, to make a T-shirt out of that. But I assume that <laughs> Mr. Smith and Close with Coffee, or that going to be the reasoning, which is fine, because it is happening. Yeah, I'm just imagining a T-shirt with, like, a artist rendition of Iggy smoking outside with a big, big lock the door on the T-shirt. We can finally make it pink and gray for him. You see, I'm just, you have a camera outside just standing there <laughs> waiting for the segment to end. Lock the door. Well, if we lock the door, Tim might not be able to get in, so we don't want to do that. We it have been, I love how we like we, we we don't know if it'll be an hour hour and a half, you know they're driving involved there's you know kids it's logistics you don't know exactly the time I texted him and said things are going so well don't even worry about it yeah there you go kid. I told him well to done. take the week you know <laughs> two you know two extra days uh, from Deke Dotham here my favorite part my favorite Plowboy segment is the muddy Cheeto and also indirectly his role in exposing Weezer's gay porn that's from Deke Dotham well the key to that, like that Weezer one was great because we were on oh, remote so and good. to Joe. Rod was running the remote at I think it was Ryan Keller somewhere, and found the pictures. And so Weezer was in studio. Was he? Was was he not at on location? He went to the location to drop something off, and as he was going there, that's when we found the pictures oh. of Weezer. And so he arrived. And so and got he ambushed. arrived, got ambushed, and then he had to do the sad drive back because oh, on Pershing, our, we had outside cameras both on the outside, and there's, like, two doors you have to enter security-wise before you get to the studio, and we had one there. And you could tell he was just so upset. That is... One of my favorites. Yeah, that was, like, the first summer I had been listening. So I just, like, I was 16, so I just got in the car, started to drive, was listening all the time, working at the golf course, playing a lot of golf, and so I was listening to TMA, like, all the time because I'd always have headphones in while working. And I remember that Weezer segment, and I probably played it over and over again, like... 10 or 15 times that summer because it was by far one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. The fish hook in the nipple. Oh, yeah. all the explanations, yeah. the barbecue, topless at a barbecue, of course. And he, and he was really good at just kind of playing it off, and I thought that was a uh, yeah. highlight. He yeah, just he took it in care. stride. That's why first pitch is great. Oh, he kind boy, of I love it, that first pitch. He let it all hang out. So he kind of, I mean, he, he obviously found bigger and better things. Outside sure. of radio, and he seems like a happy gentleman fine. now. Absolutely, but 
He's tweeted at me or reached out to me once or twice, and he's he's really good people. I don't know if I've ever met him, but I've definitely corresponded with him, and he seems just like a salt of the earth guy. The problem with Weezer was he was with Donnie Most. That was like where we got interns all the time. Right, like every summer, right? But uh, Donnie Most almost cannot be topped. Just <laughs> He didn't talk that much. He wasn't engaged, but he did everything. But when he did get on the mic, he might have in terms of percentage of minutes talked, the best, like, yeah. minutes talked on show history. Yeah, just an efficient score, you know. Well, we played that... Bruce Bowen. That game, like, would you rather... And he did the, would you rather have fingers as long as legs and legs as long as fingers? And you see Tim go, okay, we're done. <laughs> now, Iggy right there, and uh, that didn't go unnoticed, he took a sip of the coffee Mr. Smith has been kind enough to uh, give him and did the uh, Susie Essman... Yes. Just to announce his presence back in the studio. Welcome back, Iggs. Look at that coffee. Look at you now. Look yeah. at this. Look at that. I was downstairs uh, waiting for uh, Smitty. Smitty to drop it off and a surprise. Oh. Steve from Ballpark Village actually bought our coffees. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, Thank you, Steve. That's a pair of great Americans. We're I'm a big fan of Steve in general. And I didn't want to put a lot of pressure on Mr. Smith. I wouldn't have minded a macchiato, but I knew after the I've never been to Starbucks, I didn't want to put all that pressure on him. Because the ordering is very, you know, I'd say pretty demanding. You know, go quickly and move on. Well, and I think Steve was nice to do it for Smitty because uh, Mr. Smith has never been to a Starbucks. So Steve called Smitty and said, don't worry about it. I ordered the coffee for you. He's got to go your pick name, it up. Go pick it up. Oh, my God. What a great guy. Right. A couple of great guys right there. I'm still going to kick his ass in the first round. Damn right. So that's your first round opponent, Stephen Wildwood? Yep. That's going to be a must-see match. I hope I'm, I'm I'm paired up with you guys. That sounds like a fun grouping. Todd seems like a normal human being, which is nice yeah, to hear I his think, voice and know he's real. I got Mr. Siders, and that guy really wants a piece of me and my seven iron. I'm sorry, I got some. Yeah, I do. Of, you got emotional. emotional yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> we I'm gonna start kinda, weeping. <laughs> no, really, just you. Yours is kind of a grudge match. Mine's kind of a grudge match. Plowsy now likes racing. Yeah, no, I'm, I wouldn't Steve say like and, yet. Steve and KG get along, so. Yours is the real grudge match, let's be honest. Yeah, that's why Tim's playing the Pope. That's why I won't show up. Who are you? Oh, you're playing Licks. I already forgot, and I'm still intrigued. We talked about it last night. We just talked about it. <laughs> show moves fast. It does, it does. It's you a whole court coffee. press. She don't want some coffee. <laughs> yeah. uh, you done begging for freebies now? It's from Midge or Madge. I paid for it. And we're never done begging for freebies if you listen to this show. But I, as soon I, as I got the coffee, Jody's, Jody got here. Is that right? Yeah, see I was that. thinking that it's probably going to get fixed here in just a moment, like right at the time Smitty brings it. But yeah, She's the only one who knows how to fix it. She has a key, open it up, she moves some things around, it's fixed. What was what was broke? It's the same thing. It says clean out something. Yeah, I think it just needs to be cycled. Um, mm. I do remember, though, when, when Riz uh, pulled the top off of the coffee machine that sits in our break room and coffee beans went flying everywhere. 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 They're so hard. Coffee beans everywhere. He didn't think that there were real coffee beans in there. Yeah, that was like a like a like a photo. I always thought, thought that too. I thought, yeah. you know, well, first of all, you think it's the top where you would put the coffee beans in, so the top would be the opening. It's actually the bottom is the opening. So he lifted it up to to see if he could put something in the top, and they all came out from the bottom. Everywhere. Uh, it's certainly shocking that Plowsy's order at Starbucks is the closest thing to a coffee snow cone. That's from Arbor Day. I would say I, I don't mind black coffee, but like I like making mine from home typically. If you're gonna do Starbucks, I feel like. So if I do Starbucks, I'm not gonna get a black coffee. That's what I get. That like makes... I get cold brew. I get black cold brew, but that's just what I like. Like I don't like I don't like stuff in my coffee. I don't like milk. I'm not like one of those hardos who's like a black coffee. Anything else you drink is a milkshake. Put whatever you want in your coffee. Yeah, I, I typically drink black at home. Like. But but when we're like I love Park Avenue coffee. I love myself some. Piper's Coffee, which is right next to a Starbucks there on Kings Highway. So those are two nice free pubs. It's good coffee. But if I'm going to a Starbucks, I'm going to get something a little bit tastier. Uh, you're welcome. F off, KG. Also, I read that you cannot bring your own chairs this year when I bought my Evolution tickets. What say you, Plowsy? That's from Steve in Wildwood. I don't know on that. I will be at Evolution Fest. with. Yeah. I didn't bring chairs last year, which was fine. I, I typically don't like to sit. I'm a more of a stander. Mm. But... It would have been nice to have my new rocker. Yeah, if you're so. there all day, I mean, there's like 30 bands a day. You got to see 20 it. bands a day. You can't stand all day. You gotta. There's going to be bands you really don't want to see. Like, it's a great lineup. Top heavy. Um, bottom half, I really have no interest in seeing. 
So if you're going to go all day, either mingle, go walk around, or you just get a chair and relax. You're not going to stand for eight hours, ten hours. You are such a liar. You didn't pay for the coffee. Steve bought and didn't drop it off. How did you pay him? Tell me lies. Tell me. Sweet little lies. That's from uh, Texture of the Year, Arbor Day. Uh, attempted to pay. Pulled out my wallet, and he said, no, don't worry about it. Yep. Steve took care of it. So uh, I would have paid. So that's like me paying, offering to pay. And I feel bad because Smitty texted me when I was already downstairs, and I left my phone up here. And he said, I want that baseball. Oh, this one right here? Yeah. I kinda, it's kind of like my I said I would give it to him, but I didn't think he'd want it. It's with my ADD, it kind of <sighs> helps me focus. I texted so him. I texted him. Keep it. I said, come back upstairs. I'll give it to you. Uh, I like penises in my coffee. It's from Eric in the Central West End. You know, and we talked about Evolution Fest in terms of their fans you don't want to see. We walked around, and I have to say, we we seen the Michiganders at um, the pageant. They opened for a band that we watched a few years prior. But they are great. And I'll tell you what, the band called The Nude Party was on, like, a side stage. You know, they had multiple stages. Right. Obviously, this right. was, like, a side stage, kind of just walking around. Wasn't a lot of people. They were amazing. So if you have... Some room on your Spotify if you're kind of looking for some new stuff. I would go check out the Noob Party because I vividly remember how entertaining they were live. They wore overalls with no shirts on underneath. They're very, very great live, but we downloaded some of their music, and it's fantastic. So go check them out as well. So sometimes when you think in kind of top-heavy like we thought last year was, you go to some of these bands that you never heard of, and you're pleasantly surprised. I'll tell you the concert of the year, and it's it's. It's actually a bucket list for me because uh, The Cure was a bucket list show and Green Day is a bucket list show. Never seen Green Day. But not only do you have Rancid on the uh, bill with them, who I'm a huge Rancid fan, uh, Ryan uh, from our promotions department turned me on to the other band playing, the Linda Lindas. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they're like all like teenagers, all females. Um, they're tremendous, kind of like a... It kind of reminds me of Paramore a little bit. But now I like them, too, so I can't wait to three bands that you're all looking forward to seeing all three of them is unusual. The Linda Lindas, all-girl all group comprises of Bella Salazar, Elise Wong, and sisters Lucia and Mila de la Garza. Yeah, I don't think that old. I think they're probably still in their teens, probably 19 or so. They started when they were like 13 or 14. Really good, though. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing all three of those bands this summer at Riverport. I'm yeah. sorry, Halloween Casino Amphitheater. Oh, geez. The youngest one is 13 years old. Oldest is 19. Young band. That's kind of like how the... Uh, the Linda Lindas. That's kinda, I've heard of them. That's kind of how the uh, Liliac started. They were all young. Oh, the band we interviewed, yeah. The coming. one that played right next to, like, what was it, a Kokomo Joe's and a yeah, Red Lobster? They're coming to Pops now. They're going to be in, in Pops in August. Yes. Really? Yeah. The outstanding version of that is uh, Heim, the band Heim, L.A. Sisters, uh, rock band named Heim. They're really, really good. You should check them out if you haven't heard them before. A lot uh, of good shows coming to St. Louis this year. What? This summer, a lot of good shows coming. Absolutely. Summer. But you didn't pay. You human soup kitchen? Uh, That's I tried to pay. I would have paid. Human I pulled out kitchen. my wallet. If he would have paid, I would have paid, but he didn't get the money. Steve paid. So to be clear, I paid. Well, I didn't give him money, but I offered, which is the same exact thing. Wow, it's from Danny it's Tanner. The same thing. It's not that. It's not that I just walked away. I said, "Hey, thanks, buddy." Walked away. I pulled out my wallet. Said, "What do you need?" I was ready. I was going to pay for KG too. So KG got it for free too. Thank you to everybody. If, if you want money, Steve, come by the station. I'll pay you. Here comes a terrible licorice pizza take from Jackson. It's from Big Tuft. Nope, not going to give it. I like the movie. If you don't like it deal with it uh me offering to pay is like me paying is a first ballot hall of fame line hey moron no it's not actually paying is like you paying that's from will tommy Tribbett. all right well you all, you guys all win <laughs> plowsy can i get a crest rating i mean i'm probably about a 20 percent. the sigh was there yeah but, but the, he, he's usually the hands down. go over the face yeah i should have said i should have said i tried to pay but uh steve paid so the effort was there. I'm going to give you a leaderboard update here from the uh, Cognizant Classic. Formerly Honda. Formerly the Honda. Uh, leading right now, uh, I don't know if it's Chad. I think it's Chad Ramey. Chad Courtney Ramey. Ramey. Chad Shout Ramey. Shout out Webster Groves. Who misses half the cuts he plays in. He's minus five through eight. Chris Kirk, minus five through seven. My guy Novak, minus four through ten. Ryan Moore, oh, he came off the milk carton. Minus four through ten. 
David Thompson's been playing well lately, man. Uh, four through nine. Eckroat, three under Hall, three under Billy Horschel. And the guy who won last week, you figure Jake Knapp, big win last week, big letdown this week, didn't hit a fairway last week. He is three under through seven holes. That swing is un- my guy, unbelievable. Uh, Pavan is two under through eight. Hey, guys, I had sex last night. Well, I didn't, but I tried to, so that's the same thing, right? It's from Marv and Florissant. Yeah, I would consider that having sex if you tried to. <laughs> it didn't work. You couldn't get hard or whatever, but is you that tried. Part of the, that can't be part of the 500, though. That's just a test. Man, if that's true, the number is no, definitely I, skewed. I've always performed. Now, three, <laughs> three guys that are going to perform this week, uh, and I, it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life if they're telling the truth. Um they're in Myrtle Beach right now. Andy Hanselman, Florida Flower, and Cletus. I do love the uh, the photos that they're posting. They were, I don't see them. They must be on the fan page. They are, they are I, on the fan I page. I just told them to text me. Um, but I, uh, I was doing the cooking show yesterday, and I see what Cletus is watching. And I said, what are you doing watching? You're in, I thought I thought they were in Florida. I thought they were at uh, PJ National, but they actually went to Myrtle Beach. Uh, I said, what are you doing watching? You should be uh, having fun. Well, their flight was delayed five and a half hours in St. Louis. Mm. And they, they had to go into Baltimore. Oh, God. So they were watching this show, and I brought uh, Andy on. <laughs> They're sitting in a bar. They had a $400 bar bill in St. Louis before they left. Oh, Jesus. All they did was drink for five and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of sloshed. I can imagine. But they said they each took two boner pills. What? I thought they <laughs> For were, the flight? I thought they were kidding. But uh, Florida oh. Flower said, "I can't believe I never I've never taken any kind of Viagra or anything. They made me take these two boner pills." <laughs> I'm thinking, why are you three dudes going to Myrtle Beach taking Viagra? Wait, 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 wait. What time did they take? The, did they take it before the flight? I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get. Bro, the they should have called though. the air marshal. You can't be bricked up like that on a flight. Jackson, careful. You know what you're doing right now. Uh, kink shame? I don't know. That's that's not a kink. That's. Why? To get a boner well, is I a think kink? It's, it's illegal to to do any work on yourself on an aircraft. They never said they were working. So, so. they're just sitting there edging? I mean, I'm not here to say, but... That's wild. Now, maybe they didn't take them in St. Louis. Maybe they took them when they got to Baltimore, figuring they would, they would go to work. Yeah, once take them cruising out there. Since the Angelus sold the Orioles, let's all take boner pills. Skyhogging. Why are, th- why are three dudes taking boner pills? Yeah, that's... Oh, what... I mean, you know, do what you like. You know, I, that Cletus, he's a, he's a lot of man. But, yeah, that's... Uh, he said he got married on the flight over in St. Louis. He said he was <laughs> hitting on a girl, and he was dancing in the aisles with her. I'm like, well, how did you not get kicked off this plane? Yeah, and you've a now... A $400 bar bill, and you're dancing on the flight? Sildenafil flowing through your bloodstream. <laughs> um, there's a, is the tournament next week in Myrtle Beach? There's something going on in Myrtle Beach next week, right? PGA-wise? No, no, next week is Bay Hill. They're in Florida. Really? Oh, what, what's going on? In, there's like a qualifier or something? I know because all the time these YouTube golf guys are doing some qualifying thing uh, in Myrtle Beach this week. I know my boy Fat Perez, FP, is out there doing it. You know him? Fat Perez? Not Pat, Fat. I know. Do you know him? I don't know him personally. I see him all over the place. He's outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Bob does sports. That's the channel he's on. He's pretty Hilarious. They just actually had Max Homa. They did a second match with Max Homa that just came out today. Really looking forward to watching that because their first round with him was outstanding. Have you seen the new series that Riggs from Four Plays doing? What's that? Hater. Hater. He's inviting uh, like Twitter trolls that oh are coming god. after his game, and he's they fly him out thing. and they play him. Oh my god, Iggy! This he's 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 doing what you're doing. Oh my god! I watched the first episode last week. They flew out. I forget maybe somewhere in North Carolina or something. But yeah, he played him in a match. That's when you just have just f you money. Just to we'll pay for your flight. Come on out and play because you hate yeah. me on Twitter. Yeah, they do make. I mean, I I saw yesterday Casey from WIL was wearing their uh, Tiger Woods sweater, the the actual like Tiger swinging a golf club. So they're making money, man. Oh yeah, 100%. they come out with a different T-shirt. I mean, they do more than we do. They have a T-shirt every other day. That's bar- I love Barstool them. is huge on them. I mean, we, uh, Portnoy has a picture of his dog, and his dog Peaches goes berserk. Now, Miss Peaches. Well, we ordered Peaches. We ordered the Miss Peaches merchant or hoodie. Oh, look at you! You're Miss Peaches in. has like three hundred fifty thousand followers. I, yeah. I actually turn, did a little turn on Dave Portnoy. I'm like a huge fan, but I, th- I I think he's he's turned 
me on a little bit to what they're doing there. So I like a few of the characters. And Did you I, see, Plowsy, what he bought to spoil Miss Peaches? That $8,000 bull? Ridiculous. And then he, and then the then he just drug him through the mud. More <laughs> money I've ever spent. Uh, he's, a, he's a tool. <laughs> and then uh, also, speaking of barstool content, uh, Marty Mush. Right. Put out a series where he uh, is challenging MLB pitchers because he swears he could hit 100 against MLB pitching. Uh, didn't he play college baseball? He did. D3, Mount St. Mary's. Okay. You didn't you also play D3 baseball, KG? I did. Webster University. Go Gorlocks. Do you think you could hit any major league pitcher, like get a hit on any major league pitcher? I think if I got some reps in the cage, because I haven't swung a bat probably since my senior year, maybe a little after. I think if I could see a few in the cage first, I could maybe luck into one out of ten. All right. Is is Marty Mush using a wood bat or a metal bat? He is using a wood bat. Okay. Do you have much work with wood bats? I don't. Yeah, I feel like that's... It makes a big difference. Yeah, a major factor. It's not going to pop off like it does in the But middle. I watched his first episode last night. It was about 15 minutes long. It actually was a really good watch. I don't, I'm not a big Marty Mush fan, but this I think he's got something in this series. That chicken fries gal is banging Zach Bryan, too. She fine. That's from Mrs. Janie Shanahan. Yeah, Brianna Chicken Fry. That's Zach Bryan. People like his, they like his uh, stuff. Is he a country he, music guy? Yeah, I think he sold out St. Louis in like like a minute. All oh, country, yeah. All country acts sell out St. Louis. Yeah. I Again, Iggy's side on this one. They sell out so fast. They're the most popular tickets here. That's how I judge by how quickly tickets go at this place for country concerts. They just like country music here. I mean... Mm-hmm. WL does like um, concert series at the uh, Ballpark Village. And Hot Country Nights. There's all kinds of people there. Come on in. Oh, hey, look at this. Oh, my God. Look at, look at that. <laughs> Tim McCurran, everybody. Well, we've just been breaking it down, Tim. Yeah, you really missed. <laughs> no, I think the audience is really upset that you're here now because they were really loving what we were. Right? We, we were, were just really catching our stride, I feel like. They uh, calmed down. Once. <laughs> <laughs> One time KG walked in mid-segment. We all thought it was Tim, and everybody got excited. <laughs> KG. He was being the swinger girl. Yeah, you May I join I you? I did. I, that's the I immediately what I it. thought of. We have them. Uh, Mr. Smith brought Iggy some coffee because uh, oh, Iggy was down. Yeah, no, and Stephen Wildwood paid for it. Look at that. Another gesture. And there wasn't that much begging involved in the getting it either. Yeah, it really was. Building. Well, both machines were broke this morning. So oh, I, God. Is that right? Well, the one was broke, and the other one, there was no coffee. And all we had was beans, and we have no grinder. So um, it's nobody's fault. Just I had no coffee. So I said, yeah, if anybody wants to bring me some coffee, and Mr. Smith brought it. But Steve paid for it for some reason. Lovely gesture. Well, I got so and we've been talking about uh, nothing. <laughs> we, broke down the, we broke down the blues and played audio, even though none of us watched the game. Is that right? Right. I actually, I actually stayed up and watched it. And yeah. I said, to, I'm sitting there in bed with my wife, and I go, "There is no chance this game goes to a shootout with that much talent on Edmonton's offense." And I suppose if Cairo got loose on that three on three, and then sure enough, McJesus, McJesus, first goal since February 6th. I mean, right? yeah, Jesus. he'd gone 11 games without a goal, and in that time, if I'm not mistaken, he had 25 assists. Oh my God! That I mean, that's, just isn't that insane? Yeah. He just scores. So I'm just looking at that, and I'm going, the fact that the Blues even got it to overtime is an accomplishment. Oftentimes, when teams kind of spin it like, oh, it was a good effort, I'm like, well, if you lost, but against that team, back-to-back Knights, Jets, and Oilers, that kind of talent. And it goes to overtime. That's not a bad. Yeah, getting a point out. Getting of a point out of it. It's still not going to do anything. Have you looked at money puck yet uh, this morning, Jackson? I have not. I can't are? imagine it's going lower than nine percent already than it was yesterday. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I guess. But they had a game in hand against the Predators, and they yeah. they picked up a point on them. So five points back, if uh, if memory serves. But again, I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and break down blues. <laughs> if if there is a well, what do you put on your hot dog, Tim? You can. That's yeah, just talk topic. Yeah. All right, let's talk blues. <laughs> <laughs> No, we were talking a little golf and uh, Anthony Kim. What will he do this week? The over-under is 48 and a half. Anthony Kim looks like he's aged a bit. That's, yeah, he looks 60. I, when I saw, saw I couldn't believe it. Yeah. He's got a, got a pet for his ponytail going on. and I saw like him talking. Looks like a bit of a gut. Yeah, I saw him talking to Pat Perez. That. Maybe that's why it's 48 and Weathered. a half. I, I was going to say he'll be better than 48 and a half as far as place. But I haven't seen him swing a club. I have no clue what he's been doing. He's been working on his game for 10 years. I have no clue. But I figure with that crap field, I mean, there's 10 guys on that thing that can barely break 75. So, you guys I, talking I'm, about I'm Zach Ryan? Forward. Yeah. 
I was. I was talking about country music. We're talking. I guess she's he's the first dating. text I saw. That's why I asked. He's, he's dating somebody from Barstool, I guess. Yeah. Country fried chicken lady, whatever it is. Her name's Country Fried Chicken Lady. It so. is Brianna Chicken Fry. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Country Fried Chicken's pretty good. Though. Why is her name Brianna Chicken Fry? I guess that was probably like her like just like social media handle when she was like a kid and she never changed it. If you remember Burger King, Plowick would know. Came out with the chicken fries. Oh, oh just yeah. Chicken nuggets Did you have to make those fry. or did that post date you? I made them. We well, they I, brought I, them back, right? That I, was the thing. Yeah, and I came at the tail end of. You ever heard of funnel cake, funnel cake fries? Yeah. Oh Where they were the same size, but they're like powdered sugar and you dip them in chocolate sauce. Oh, they're fire. Oh, <laughs> but don't get that continued shortly after I arrived. Man, that's okay. Those are some of the things we've covered this morning. Yeah, well, we've broken Yo. down big topics. Zach Bryan is one of the hottest tickets anywhere mouth breathers. He's more like John Mayer meets Tyler Childers and then Hank or the abortion that is Rascal Flats. That's Damn. from the 314. So the Zach Bryan topic had a lot of momentum. Let me tell you something. This, let me tell you this, and I want everybody to listen very closely to this. Sydney Sweeney and Casey Musgraves on Saturday Night Live this Saturday. Ooh. Sweet mother of mercy. If I could ask for the less popular, that would be a pairing I would like to join. Did you see her on Jimmy Fallon? No, I didn't. Who was on? Casey Sydney Musgraves Sweeney? or Sydney, Sydney Sweeney? Sweeney? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. She wore wow. a dress. <clears throat> she wore a dress. It, it seems <laughs> like that was so open-ended. You, All right, let me tell me. It had Twitter going nuts. Yeah. Oh, is that, was this last night? The yeah, fact I was that, busy watching McJesus. The well, fact yeah. that they talked about Jimmy Fallon just made eye contact was like a huge win for Jimmy because of what she oh, was wearing. Oh, wow, that's fun. Yeah. Well, she always shows really she's, she's never going to wear anything where she's not showing Well, she shouldn't. She, you know, if you she look loves like her that. boobs. She says, I'm not going to stop doing nudity. Plaza doesn't stop wearing sweatpants because he's hung. Wow, look at yeah, that. You can't, look at this. Look at that. Isn't that Interesting, Tim. It's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> what is she? Is, it, is, is there a documentation on that? I'm going to go with 32 double D, maybe 34. Anybody? Oh, nurse? Has anybody checked I with my nurse 30, on that? I think 36 double D. I, well, 36 would indicate being a little more wide. The cup size is separate. We have so many female listeners. Why doesn't 32 D to 34 double D? Look no. at Tim. Yeah. But I don't know it's if that's... A skill. Those are not verified. They, wait, they taught that, that in the uh, junior year at the oh, journalism school. Is that the Thir same website that tells them their net worth? Yeah, those are also... <laughs> this, this is from celebrities the, have to submit their tax returns. Thebetterfit.com the has 32D Did somebody as steal her bra? bra size. I think they're just probably... What is she doing since Euphoria is not even coming back till 2025? She's been in, she was in the new Spider-Man movie, and now she has another movie coming out in April. With and she had a movie come out on Christmas with Glenn Powell. Yeah, that's it's one of the. As hell. It's one of the best rom coms out there. So I I'm a huge Powell guy. She's huge. Out. She'll be in three movies in four months. I now, would if you want to see a really good movie, it's, it's actually a terrible movie, uh, but it's great for her nudity. Is uh, called Voyeur. Jackson, it's called Voyeur. Tasha, you've talked about that before. Yeah, she's living with her boyfriend, and these people across the hall from them or across the street leave their blinds open and have sex. Oh, so man. they tried. I typed in Boyer, and that was not smart. So they, they decided <laughs> to try it. And, uh, Immediately. Uh, some great <laughs> nudes. I think Full Frontal, actually. But a terrible movie. It's just the premise is just awful. Yeah, she's jumped to a new level. I just I just fast-forward to the nudity. Didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that rom-com with her, she not only, I mean, obviously they both look tremendous in it, but pretty good. I was re I watched it reluctantly because it was Madison Night to Pick. But I liked it. The one in which she's with the co-star who was implied that they were having off-screen romance. Right. Oldest and trick it, in the book. And yeah, it is an old trick. And it really felt like on cam, you call it on cam or on, I think on the we'll set, call it on cam today. It felt like there was a connection there just on the movie, which makes the movie really a lot better. But I could see why people were. Uh, it's a classic trick. You get the rom-com with two hot young actors, and you make it seem like they might be dating, maybe not. And get those Builds up the movie. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a classic. Move. I'd recommend it though. Good Robert Evans, he probably did the same move back in the seventies. Let's see, uh, Sydney Sweeney is twenty six, yeah. and uh, who is her co-star? Glenn Powell. Glenn, Glenn Powell. Plow who Hawk. is my favorite? Who was in the new Top Gun? That's I know right. he's in something else. I can't think, but he They're is. They're both. Uh, well, she's engaged, and he's married, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's that's the thing. Maybe it's they like, have an open situation. Yeah. Well, like, and that's why I always was like, I was like, aren't they both like? He's very serious relationships. Is she engaged to anybody we know? No, he's not. No, he's, he's a private citizen. Private citizen. He, I, yeah, he, he was very confident after the movie came out, obviously, that him and his wife. That won't last. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, there it, it depends on. It's been released. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that's how it is. She becomes really famous, and this guy can't put up with it, and 
That's why most celebrities date other celebrities because they're in the, going through the same thing they have to go through. Powell started dating model Gigi Paris in 2019. Their breakup became public in April 2023 after rumors circulated that the actor had an affair with Sidney Sweeney on the set of their new movie, Anyone But You. Yep. There you yep. go. Yep. And those things come out, and it could be true, it could be fake. Just but, builds up. But the guy that she's engaged to can't put up with it and probably thinks it's real and he can't uh, figure out the tabloids. Um, Christine Milan, Christine nice. Malinero, Malandro. I think that's right. I think it's Malandro. Francesco Molinari. Was that's in, correct. British was Open general, 2018. Yeah. Was in General Hospital. She was uh, uh, Frisco Jones's love interest. Frisco Jack, Jack Jones Wagner. sounds like a Gringo Jones. Person. Jack, Wag Jack <laughs> Wagner. Felicia. Felicia. Frisco. I'm not sure what's going on right now. <laughs> well, I'm just Bye, telling, you I'm telling you what happens when you get big. And uh, she was just in the soap. But then Jack Wagner came along, and it was the storyline for like three years. And she was married to just an ordinary school teacher. Well, guess what? School teacher dumped, married Jack Wagner. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, Felicia Rashad was proposed to by Ahmad Rashad on the Thanksgiving Day broadcast of NBC's uh, football, and he was the host of the halftime show. Um, was that 87, Jackson? Uh, I don't know the years, Tim, but that was the Eight? year the Twins won the World Series over the Cardinals. That's correct. Air conditioning might have been going one way or another. I saw you started your top 30 moments of the last 30 years in St. Louis sports this morning. That's right, yeah. Okay. And your number 30 moment was Fernando Tatis hitting two grand slams in one inning. Oh, did I rank it at 30? Yeah. I should probably should have moved that up. I, I, I don't know if that'll ever be done again. I mean, you're going to have you're gonna have some Ram stuff in there. I think number one's going to be David Freeze. That's going to be either, I don't know, it'll be either David Freeze's home run or the Blues winning the cup. I was thinking that the other day, like, what, like the Mount Rushmore signature Cardinal moments, and I was like, is the best one actually just David Freeze's, like, I guess home run by the Wizard is go crazy folks is up there. And But the thing you're doing on St. Louis Starter Packs is the last 30 years, so go crazy folks would yeah, be, it would be uh, out, of, out of contention. It would be out of contention. Right. Yeah, oh. right. And so I, I don't know why I even said anything about 82. Uh, yeah, 30 years, then for sure freezes is the answer. And then I guess Pat Maroon's goal is two. Yeah, but I think people would probably cite game seven in Boston. Really? You're, win you're winning the cup. Yeah. But if we're talking moment, like I feel like moment. Well, I, of course, interpret it literally, but I think when you release your top 30, it will probably be, I think that will be number one. Okay. I think that'll be number one. If people Over start freeze? trashing him, you're just going to release them all at once. Well, yeah, like you did that with player. the hammerhead girl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jackson, what is the live read situation? Uh, well, I, I was enjoying I mean, donuts with Dad this morning. That's you right. Have to catch up on. Do I? Well, yeah, I, you might as well just sell in. Yeah. Well, I didn't know like what that situation. So I did all like Doug and my live reads, but you have yours. All right, fair enough. Well, then we want people to uh, get involved on in the program by emailing in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. We got a Jim Dandy here uh, on the final month of February with Kevin Miller. One goal lead over Buck Swope. And if there's one thing I know about Buck Swope for this design, air, heating, and cooling email today, he is going to ratchet it up to try to force a one-game playoff tomorrow. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. It's design, air, heating, and cooling online at designairservice.com, official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. The great Seth Goldcamp and his staff. When I opened up my laptop this morning, if you were listening closely, you heard a DM, and it was Seth Goldcamp DMing. David Klein of Hedonism. Oh, my God. How about God. that? How about that? Two legends. Two legends right there. Uh, yep. So uh, work with Seth, and you're working with the best. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Four generations. Seth is the fourth generation of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and uh, it is not a case of upselling. That is what they pride themselves on. Just great customer service. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Jackson, you want to tell me about your hair? I'd love to. I'd do love it. to tell you about You're my hair. Boy, I mean, take it. a look. I'm on camera. I'll be on camera while uh, Doug is out. So you'll see this quaff. And then now it might not It really not is be... growing. Right. So when Doug sits here, you really see, like, a, a major difference in Doug's hair. But if mine is more in the details, like, you'll see the crown region of my head used to be a real point of consternation for me. I didn't like pictures being taken of it. I really didn't like the angle, like, when the barber would hand me the mirror to look back at the back of my head. Ugh, that was a scary sight. But now, last time I got a haircut, looked at it. No qualms about it. Super easy, and that's thanks to our friends at St. Louis Hair Restoration. If you go over there, they'll take a look at your head for free. They'll give you a free hair consultation, tell you the best plan going forward for your hair. And if you go through the treatment plan, you mentioned TMA, $250 off 
the hair treatment. It might be something a little less invasive like mine, which is just one milligram of finasteride every day. It's a generic form of Propecia. It really helps. And then that laser cap I wear at night, six minutes a night, super easy. So we're combined at about six and a half minutes a day, and we've really seen results. If you need something a little bit more uh, invasive like Doug got, you're going to see some serious results as you've seen Doug's hair over the past couple months really, really take form, and it's even going to get better as we get closer to that year anniversary of his procedure. That's the FU procedure over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. So if you have any issues with your hair, go check them out. They'll give you that free hair consultation, $250 off a of treatment if you are to go through with it. That's St. Louis Hair Restoration. There it is, sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour. Are we still in the 7 o'clock hour, by the way? No, sir, we took no, a break. No, we took a break. <laughs> okay. Uh, Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Munganess Burkhardt. Alton Toyota, online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Work with the best. And I'm telling you, the best is Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganest, and uh, in the service department, Ryan Seiberg. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganest, St. Louis Acura, Munganest, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, they will service it, and they will take wonderful care of you like they have taken care of our program and uh, the listeners of uh, 101 ESPN's Balloon Party as well, also official automotive provider of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. They're online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Munganess, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, official automotive provider of TMA. And then there's a secret number, and that number is 314-252-0029. And that is how you can call or text Munganess, St. Louis Acura. And you're going straight to the people in charge at Munganess, St. Louis Acura. I'll see him tomorrow. Parkard, Alton Toyota. I'll see him today. Everybody's going. i got to get my oil changed, so I'm going to see him tomorrow. Nice. I'm going to go pick up the CRV. Got a uh, safety emissions and an oil change as well. So no, no. Drop it off a rental. God bless America. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see what we got here. A uh, bunch of texts coming in. Was there Trevor Bauer talk? No. No. I think we talked to Marty Mush, who's Barstool's guy. Yeah, it guy. says Mush raked on Trevor Bauer, next Cardinal signing for sure. Yeah, he's a, two of nine, though. Isn't that impressive? Against a major league pitcher. Oh, yeah. Marty Mush is a Barstool personality, and we figured out that he played college baseball, D3, and he has on a quest to get hits off of major league pitchers, and I guess he got a couple off of Trevor Bauer. God, that's going to hurt his signing chances when some – Hack gets two hits of him. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you want. So the Zach Bryan show, there was a lot of, I'm, I'm just scrolling through to see what was the uh, topic. The Zach Bryan thing really got people going. People what, love what? Zach Bryan. I so, think because But I what said, do you guys say that upset people? I decided to see, I think Jackson said he's very popular, and I said, I, or he sold out St. Louis. I said, well, every country act sells out St. Louis. Doesn't he have two shows here, though? Yeah, I think he sold Yes. Out. Well, he sold out. Hey, KJ, like no time. What's the word? Hi, Tim. He did uh, sell out uh, both shows, KG No Tim? I believe so, really quickly. How about that? Hot ticket. Uh, not so I wasn't taking a shot at Zach Bryan. I just said almost every country act that comes here sells out because St. Louis loves country music. But, I mean, you're selling out in, what is it, Enterprise Center, right? Am I right? Yeah. Have to imagine. In two nights, that's pretty big. Yeah, it is because they, they love country music, and he's a big act. Yeah. I mean, Morgan Whalen sold out uh, two shows. Where did he play? Bush? That's right. Oh, he sold out two shows. Ed Bush, he's a big act. St. Louis loves their country music. Just go back and look at the World Series from the past. <clears throat> Proud Joe. Yeah, Proud Joe, the Rascal Flats curse. Cardinals haven't won a World Series game since they had the Rascal Flats sing the national anthem. Anyway. He says they never will. I mean, who was the country act that was, like, washed up? He hadn't done anything in, like, 20 years, and he played in Rich Gould went gaga over him. I forgot what? his name. You have to be more specific. I don't know, I don't know his name. Be. I forgot his name, but he was a big act at one time. Conway Twitty. Oh. <laughs> He's big on uh, Family Guy. Zach Bryan's entire tour sold out an hour, not just the two St. Louis date. He's doing football stadiums in some markets. That's from Mrs. Jenny Shanahan. Good. Football stadiums. Why are you so upset? <laughs> Zach Bryan's not pop country. Also, these country acts sell out everywhere, not just here. It's huge. It's from Chairman Stephen Wildwood. He's not happy about it. Thank you for the coffee, but I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't trash Zach Bryan. I'm just saying country. You don't think country music is big in St. Louis? I know they sell out everywhere, but it's, even literal acts sell out here. I've listened to a couple of the Zach Bryan songs. What really do you enjoy, good. Jackson? Tell me what you enjoy. Song with Casey Musgrave, as a matter of fact. I remember everything, I think it's called. It's really, really good. And then uh, Rot Gut Whiskey. Yeah, right. Really, really good. And then uh, I like that Casey Musgrave. She's got a stable. little... Yeah. You think maybe a little trib on Saturday Night Live this week? Oh, Bill. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do. I'm going to call Lauren Michaels, see if we can do a skit on Lauren, Lauren Michaels. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> He's in the name? transition period. Is his name Lauren Michaels? Lauren. Lauren. Oh, same thing. Right. <laughs> He's only been doing that for like 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, boy, I'll tell you. I, c- I can't even imagine. Yeah. She's really, 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 really. Do you agree that she's fine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. She's she's been around though for a while, right? She's not like a newer uh, about a artist. decade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looks a little different than when she debuted. Maybe I've and, and I didn't think it was necessary. But you know what? I'm sure some people didn't think you needed to do anything with your hair, right. but you felt like you did, right. and it's your body. Damn straight. This you is know? America, Jack. Uh, yeah, she's beautiful. There's no doubt in my mind. Did somebody host last week Saturday Night Live? They kicked him off in the mind. Shane Gillis. I didn't read the story. I just said I saw where Shane Gillis says they fired me after the monologue. Did he do something? He used to no, be they fired him before he debuted. He was going to be on the cast, and he was uh, removed from said cast for jokes that uh, he had told, I guess, on a podcast or something okay. like that, if memory serves correctly. So he made reference to that in his monologue. Oh, okay. Right. I missed it. Said I again. The headlines you read here are so confusing. Booted from Saturday Night Live monologue or something like that. She smokes weed and sings about it, and that makes her hotter. Thanks. That's Steve in Wildwood. Talking about Casey Musgraves. Yeah, I, I, I get the sense that she might be open to uh, mm. the touch. Yeah, but I don't know on that. I don't listen to enough of her music to get that that vibe. But that's she's very uh, very good singing on that song with uh, Zach Bryan. He also does a song with the Lumineers, Spotless. Really good. Really good. Uh, so if you want to do your Mount Rushmore, Zach Bryan songs. I, I, that's like the two songs I really listen to. Uh, I think like... Good. Are you going to the concert in May? No, I am not. I'm not. What if your new friend wanted to go? She's not that into country music. No, is that right? You so guys sit think... there and make fun of the common people together? Nah. <laughs> 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 Look at that Hoosier. No, 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 that's, no. That's the vibe I got in that oh, answer. Oh, no. We're a live and let live kind of people. Is that right? Yeah, but it's not our thing. All right. Uh, hey, Tim, if you somehow got an MFF with Casey Musgraves for your birthday, you just hang it up after that, right? Thanks. That's from Big Tough. You know, one of the things, Big Tough, that I've experienced in my life, and Jackson, come over here and sit on my lap. I'm going to tell you how things work. I like that pant. Thank you very much. Uh, that even if and when you get to the mountaintop, even if you realize there isn't a greater summit, you want to chase the high of the climb again. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that it is. Yeah. It's unfortunate. There's never any satisfaction. As Jason Robard said to Steve Martin in 1988's uh, Parenthood, which was based in Kirkwood. That's right. You never get to do your touchdown dance. You never get into the end zone. It just keeps going on and on. I think he said like your mother-in-law's ass. And that Jason <laughs> Robards didn't really enjoy life. <laughs> And he was conveying that to his son, Steve Martin. I love Jason Robards. Yeah, I'm a big fan, too. Uh, yeah, all the presidents, man. Uh, yeah, do you think if, like, one day your thirst for les- lesbianism was quenched, that, like, life wouldn't be as sweet anymore because oh, you don't have the chase anymore? That's right, yeah, like, that's you, right. Like, you've achieved what you've always wanted, and then everything after that is, like, the, the downhill You're right. So, so even, if that, even if this MFF that Big Tuft presented were to take place... Uh, yeah, I'd be like, oh, then we got to do that again. Right, right. It, 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 it'll never end. Yeah, a right. one-time thing won't satisfy. And then every time after that, it'll get less and less significant. I don't know. I, I like... would drink Casey Musgrave's bathwater. Mm, Papa, mm, that's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack, but not his wife. It would have been a lot more fun. All due respect. All due respect. If that came from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack's wife. I would finish the second Casey Musgraves walked into the room, then beg to eat that ass. Thanks. That's the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves, who's, I believe, like in a month-long suspension, I think. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. I think he's, that got, right? I think he's got, like, another fortnight. Um, yeah, how long could you go if you had somebody like that? Like, you know, if I had Sidney Sweeney, I'd probably finish when the top came off. Yes. I, I probably wouldn't even, like, God, this is hot. I probably wouldn't even get mm-hmm. to the sex. I mean, it's just, it would be that was quick. Implied. It would be the quick. Top. Yeah. Mm. Or at least when the pants came off. Yeah. You probably have a health issue. We may need an ambulance on standby outside of the hobble just to make sure that you'd be okay. (laughs) Oh, you think you would do it? You would better turn her on? She (laughs) would become the hobble, trust me. She would finish finish when she walked in the door just with the the sink. Uh, Decorative butt plugs? I don't even have to go to Casino Queen. Yeah, that'd be the second one in the sink. Oh, that vase? Yeah, it's a it's a metal butt plug. <laughs> oh, the feather boa? Try it out. That may turn her on. I don't know what she's into, but... That's fair. Speaking of baths, I took a bath reluctantly with the finger queen last night, but boy, was it worth it. I was on all fours, getting primed, and shot one down the drain. I am no longer anti-bath. 
fun little text from caller Buzz. Yeah, you need to stop because none, none of your stories are real anymore. You don't think that's real? You no. and the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, I think it was June 2023. No. At, at this point, if a listener can't text in the what they do with their wife, can we believe anything if that's not going to yeah. be true? You picture a guy getting in a bathtub on all fours and getting fingered. Well, now it seems like And a then bragging about it. No. <laughs> well, he's primed. All his stories are live. And are Is that right? Really? You think so? What about the doctor? No, I think that one's a lie now. Oh, no. After that one he sent in pictures. Well, that didn't mean anything happened. He just probably saw some guy standing at the side. I'm going to say he's the doctor. There you go. Wow, that's really committed to the, the act. Well, I think he is committed to is that right? lying about his escapades. Didn't his wife call in with this at some point? The finger queen. Yeah, didn't she call in? I think in? she did. Well, there's a script right there. Boy, they they to... typed out a script. They have a screenplay. Yeah. This is here's really what, orchestrated. Here's what to say, honey. Nicky, you have support. I love Buzz, but he's a fraud. That's from Scissor Me Timbers. Yeah, I believed him until that one story came in that was just so far-fetched. And then the cell phone up my ass thing. That's just <laughs> ludicrous. That is just, that, that, that part, again, we don't kink shame. No. I just don't know what the, you know, I mean, if I'm taking a look, I got my iPhone here, and my son, like, picks off the, you see the little protection, the like condom? Yeah. <laughs> and I, you got to stop with this, man. You yeah. know, I got to go get a new case. But anyway, like, what, what, what's, the, what's the angle, like, that's, that this is going to bring play? Number one, how's it going to fit? But, hey, we, oh, don't, no, kink, I think we that, don't kink shame gapes. No, I think that's, that's the a, least of your concern. But then, like, what are we getting out of that? And, again, no. you know, I don't, you know, some people are into uh, water sports and scat. To each their own. Again, the show really doesn't kink shame. But I just don't know how the pleasure is going to arrive from a phone being up there. Unless, like, his buddy then, like, calls him and is like, oh, it's ringing on my prostate. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that it. now we're talking. That's it. Just yeah. to come up with another fake story. And then, I mean, you can go to Pornhub. Everything's on there. Go to Pornhub and type in. Jackson, go to Pornhub. Type right, in right. cell phone up my butt. You're not going to see one video of that. Now, if they it's not a kink. your phone up their ass and someone called you on vibrate, they might lose a prostate based on how loud your vibrate it is. That could be. That could oh, be the I pleasure guess. right there. Is but if it's a kink, it's, it's on Pornhub. And if you type in cell phone up my ass, <laughs> there's not going to be a video of that anywhere. That's a shame. I so think you got to go to the darker web for that. You ever go on the dark web, KG Noto? I have not. I have some friends who have been there. What goes on there? Nothing good. Give me an idea. I mean, it's like where you can buy narcotics at a large rate. I guess if you had to do some very nefarious activities, you do it there. It's not like, and it's not like you can go like Google dark web and you're just on there. No, it's darkweb.com. Darkweb.com. No, you got to do, yeah, have some knowledge of computers to be able to to access it, but it doesn't seem like anything you want to be on there. What's that? Swope's been on there. Is that right? He's called in to tell us or emailed in? I think he said that he's been on the dark web. Well, then therefore he had to communicate it. How did he do it? Did he do it on the show or are you guys just talking dark web one day? I don't remember. Perfect. (laughs) Maybe he found a video. I was looking looking for some uh, farming Brit. Not lucky in the text inbox. <laughs> Don't click on mud puppies. I won't. I won't Jesus, um, Mary and yeah, Joseph. Lord. Oh God. <laughs> Don't look at the mud puppies. Then we all go look at. I didn't puppies. click on them. <laughs> no, nothing creeper than listening to someone the same age as my grandfather talk about premature ejaculation with someone ten years younger than me. That's from the Table Rock Lake Monster. <laughs> well, Jackson was talking about it, and I. I'm, oh, you're Jackson's younger. <laughs> Roman oh. swipes will take care of that. <laughs> Roman, so you got, we got to do clients? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no no free ads, sorry. Right. Well, what's Roman swipes? What's that? <laughs> oh, you're, that like uh, numbs the ween? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That seems like dangerous then, pool. Now, here's what I'm thinking, and this, this, is, this, is, this, is, this just conveys that I'm a generous lover, but if you have the numbing on your ween and assuming you're not also then bagged up, then the numbing agent would go into your friend. Correct. And then that's going to numb your friend. There's and therefore, it reduces her pleasure or his, if you're lucky. Yeah, there's some truth to that. Yeah, it's like the the cream they had to make your penis bigger, Mr. Big Cream. <laughs> Rub it on. Well, wouldn't that make your hands bigger too? What a slogan! Yeah, just, I, might, I didn't yeah. think they were just repackaging some CeraVe. <laughs> but I've never I've never had a problem with premature. Lucky. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's times when I've gone so long to please her that I just lose interest. <laughs> Oh, what a gentleman. <laughs> if, that, if that Sydney Sweeney thing didn't creep you out right there, uh, they'll take you home. Uh, caller Buzz says the phone was not for pleasure. It was for prank, and it was just resting in the canal, not all the way up. But by definition, it was in my arse. That's Caller Buzz, and he won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month in uh, June of 2020. And who was the prank on? 
I mean, it's in your ass and your friend's putting it in there. Who are you playing a prank on? You both knew what was going on. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah, uh, it's not something I do with my friends, much to probably people's surprise when we go out to the cabins in Tennessee. Well, you get what I'm saying? Like, if you want to play a prank on somebody, it's something you're not going to tell them. Hey, let's do this. When he comes in, it's going to, going to laugh. It's a prank on him. But who are you pulling the prank on? I think if I remember correctly, he was asleep or drunkenly passed out, and then they put it up there. Mm, that's assault. Yeah, it is. But, you know, maybe Buzz is more into it. Well, we don't a want lie. a king shame. I don't. That's not a king. It's a lie. <laughs> you know, I guess lying could be a kink. Yeah. Yeah. There might be some people who might allege you of having that, that kink. That could be. Just tell me it's tell me it's a strap on. Put that off. Got know, it. I'm gonna go to a glory <laughs> I'm gonna go to a glory hole. Just tell me you're a girl. Got that too. <laughs> That's my kink. I don't know who it is. It may be a guy. Just tell me it's a girl. Comedy comes in threes. Yep. Wearing out that M key, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Rule of threes. Uh, hey, I see my uh, podcast with uh, Adam McChesney is up today. Uh, did an interview with him. He's a loyal teammate. Don't you know him, Plowhawk? Oh, yeah. Good people. Love him. He did a great job in the interview, too. Good. Um, so I see that that is up. The name of the podcast is Builders of Authority. He's an entrepreneur. He's got a, he's got a great thing going. I, I said when we met him, like, man, I think I might need to... Uh, to utilize your company that you've built. He's got a good thing going, sharp guy. So if you want to listen to that, uh, it's Builders of Authority with Adam McChesney. That is the name of the podcast, and that just came out today. Is that like a small business podcast that like focuses on? Uh, brand like building. Okay. Or as it's known, Pran. Prand building. You interviewed him or you're on his podcast? I'm on his podcast. Okay. I think I did it a few weeks ago, or maybe about a month ago, I guess. Yeah, about a month ago. Great guy. Longtime TMA listener. And uh, and so he was asking some. It was it was nice to have the opportunity for somebody who listens to the show to ask some questions, uh, to then be able to to give answers. So he did a hell of a job. So anyway, Builders of Authority with Adam McChesney. That is the name of the podcast, and you can take a listen to that. QFTA. We did one yesterday, Jackson. Uh, what was the ta- oh, the the, be- the beginning of the correction? Was that the title of yes, it? Yes, sir. Okay, so that's up on the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Then we have Balloon Party coming up 10 o'clock. And what do we have for uh, the audience today at 10 o'clock? I texted Doug uh, while he's sure in the he Hamptons happy, yeah. to let him know what we got coming up. And he uh, was very impressed. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, good for you for really buttoning it up today. And it's a Little Pills Thursday thoroughfare. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah I better so, ratchet my game up for that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I don't know where the conversation might go, but wherever it goes, it'll be fascinating breakdowns and uh, informed opinions. And we'll give it to you how it is, not like how all these other people lie the and carry Media water. Media in this town soft. Yeah, that's not what we do. We tell it to you how it is, whether you like it or not. Uh, oh, so wow. We're tough. Look at this. ESPN 101.1 Local Sports in St. Louis just had a sports update. <laughs> Blues lost, and the Cleveland Cavaliers won in the NBA. No mention of our, in caps, local professional MLS team. Why do they hate soccer so much? Uh, I believe that may be directed at you. Well, maybe Rocchio gave the same update I did, but I did mention Max Drews's, uh 59-foot heave to win the game, and I didn't mention St. Louis City. Now, what that person who posted that might have been such a tizzy when they posted it that they didn't get a chance to hear the, like, eight-minute conversation we had immediately yeah, following. Yeah, we did talk about it. We did. So, like, would you prefer the eight-second update of me telling you the score of the game you already know or the actual discussion we had later? <laughs> Plowhawk Plow got involved in the thread. Of that that, that page is a perfect well, example of why people hate Cyrus. A Plowhawk is struck. Well, I also commented a few more times in a couple of actual posts. <laughs> Oh, there's more? You can't ignore. Yeah, about, oh, basically, that, that oh, page is... Oh, and you got involved with your little cowboy hat thing that you that's wore. Right. little hat tip, doffing my cap. <laughs> that that's a good one to have. Yeah, doffing my cap. 
Yeah. That's what I do. Listen, if that that's the payoff for 250 Sports Center updates about the NBA, if one of them can get that kind of post on that kind of fan page, what is that? Is that like worth the it. city fan page or something? Oh, yeah. it's, it's got like 25. Oh, are you a member members. there? Oh God, of course. That <laughs> was probably the Until first member. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like they they tell you how to cheer. Like that's how they they they. So you can't overreact to three losses in a row. So I I, I did the flip side. I said, okay, so if they would have won the three games, are you telling fans to? Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. No, you're like, I, they tell you what to say in the chance. They tell you where to sit. They tell you where to, when to stand, when to sit. And now they're telling you when you can get excited about the team and how optimistic and realistic you should be. Like, it's just a bunch of parents trying to calm down a bunch of angry kids. It's such a fun page to be on. <laughs> I can't, so I can't your favorite Facebook page. I don't know. That so I gather you're a member of a number just for your entertainment. That, TJ, that former TJMO Mizzou group is the <laughs> oh, best. Oh, that get shut down? It's the best. No, it's still, it's still active. That's the best page. Is it all Missouri football or does it It's Missouri-centric. Into... Probably say 80-20 Missouri football to basketball. Okay. Oh, they just, but they do just talk sports? Oh, yeah. It's okay. great. Uh, and then I see uh, somebody has a screenshot. Action Jackson strikes again. I don't think this was on our page. No, I think that was a okay. screenshot. And then a gentleman says, that is why I turn the station from 10 to 11 every day. Oh, well. That's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, I was listening to, because I, I knew that Adam DM'd me, Adam McChesney, the, the gentleman whose podcast I was on, and we did it about a month ago. So I was listening to it to, like, refresh my memory on what we talked about. Um, and... He asked about the origins of the show, and I told the story of how we were filling in Martin Kilcoin and the Cat and I in 2003 and 2004. Were you there? You were probably there at that time, right, Iggy? Uh, when I, when Greg Marisek owned it, and then he sold it to it Big, Big League, League, right, from Atlanta? I, just, I think at the time I was still at 1380 because I had just gotten back from Springfield in 2003. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I went to 1380, and then I came back over. Big League hired me back probably a year later, though. Got it. So uh, we would fill in for Frank Cusimano, and, uh, and his show is still called The Press Box, and his audience, in an attempt to insult Martin, the cat, and myself, and I was in my 20s, and I would gather the cat and Martin were in their 30s, I would guess. I don't know everybody's ages exactly. Yeah, I think they're both in their I would think they're in their 50s. late 50s now. Yeah. Martin is, I think the cat might be a little, hell, I don't know. Point being, we were younger than what that audience was listening to. And they called it the sandbox as a way to try to insult us. And I kind of go, yeah, that isn't bad. <laughs> and we all liked it. But the thing about it was, and this is truly the case, although I guess people in radio management don't like when you say this, but I do feel this way. It's not for them. I don't want them. You know, I don't want them to like the show. I don't want somebody who, like, loved listening to Bob Bragg and Bob Burns to go, oh, I love Tim McKernan. You know, the show yeah. isn't for them. It's not the Democrats. So... If I start to appeal to them, I, I will feel like I will have lost my fastball. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, no. Yeah. Now I'm getting asked to MC crap. Oh, Something must have gone wrong. If you have Which a call, I like being, yeah, I, I like being the black sheep, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So once the positive text line forms, you're basically done. That, just, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I, I never, I, I don't want to say I never thought about it. I just hadn't thought about it in a while until Adam asked me about how the thing got going. And how the, the name of the show became the press box to the sandbox and then eventually the morning grind. And so I was listening to that this morning and I'm going, oh, yeah, that is true. I don't I don't want them. And so if you're on, you know, that particular page where this guy is saying that's why I switched the station from 10 to 11, odds are we probably wouldn't hit it off if we were to have an interpersonal exchange, which is totally cool. Some people like things yes. and then some people don't like other things. But I'm not really in the, in, in the business of trying to use my hand on this guy to get him to like me. I kind of like that he doesn't like me. Right. right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if it makes sense because it, it, it's counterintuitive. And I know some people probably across the country in, in management of whether radio, I guess, would be different than podcasts. You've got to seek out a podcast radio. It can just hit you and you just be listening to a station. But I don't. You know what kind of you're not trying to appeal to everybody. You know what kind of audience you're trying to appeal to. Uh, that's the kind of content you put out there. Like, you know, you put out certain content that you're asked to do, like emceeing at amateur night of PTs and things like that. Yeah, the big, all, the big stuff. Yeah, if all of a sudden you, you, you know, a yeah, month later, you know, you get Gatesworth is asking you to come entertain the 
the lunch crowd. Like, They're on these green what, too. What, what the hell did I change here? I mean, that's not what I'm looking for. I don't want these people to listen. I'm not trying to make the 70 year olds love your cardinal talk. Do you think there's anyone in the history of, as, who's ever judged amateur night at PTs and then done the <laughs> Gatesworth? <laughs> Gatesworth the that next would be day. wonderful. <laughs> Close. I uh, I did amateur night at PTs and then I uh, was the guest speaker at the. Uh, God, I think it's called the the Blue Dolphins. It's like a group of a bunch of lawyers and meet once a month and like a Rotary I went, Club. I just want to talk the about Blue radio. Dolphins. Uh, it's <laughs> a sex group. It sounds like a sex group. No, it's Blue something or other. Blue hairs. No, it's just a bunch of lawyers, and I wouldn't talk about radio for a half hour. You keep saying amateur like it's like a like they're playing in the Masters. <laughs> like, wouldn't it be amateur? Amateur seems like it, I don't know. Something's off about that. Well, you know what I meant. No, I get it. I just think it's. I think it would be funny. And they if it weren't was really called amateurs. They were just strippers from other clubs trying to come and make the five hundred bucks. Who won? I don't know. I don't remember. Claves used to do it too. Claves was a. Claves might actually be in the Venn diagram. Uh, let's see. I love soccer and I love city, but Plowsy is spot on with his take. That's from the Breakfast Club. Blue goose. I'm you know, sorry, uh, Plowhawk. With regard to what you said, this is this is something I th- I can tie it to. Um, like Missouri fans, for example, and before Blues fans experienced the Stanley Cup in 2019, there's this, um, I guess for lack of better, I don't like to use the term inferiority complex because obviously that comes with a negative connotation, but there's a bit of a, a chip on your shoulder that you're not mainstream and you feel passionately about something. And if you, like it used to be back in the day when you know people would buy the newspaper, subscribe to it, if the Blues were on the lower fold and the Cardinals during spring training were on the upper fold, Blues fans would get pissed off. Or Missouri fans would monitor how much coverage they got. And so Missouri fans still having not experienced a championship, still have the, oh, nobody talks about Missouri and St. Louis or, you know, we get compliments that we talk about it, which is nice, but then they hate my opinions when I talk about it. But that it, it's kind of like we want to be accepted and we want the same amount of coverage. So it becomes a thing if you're on these pages and it's not limited to city that, you feel like you are the, you know, you're not accepted yet. And so when they don't hear you, if you give a blues update like you probably did with them losing to the Jets, then you don't include City, then it becomes a thing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That's, I, that's, the, that's the root of it. No, last year's season, like, is it going to hurt City and the fans moving forward? I hate to say it, but, like, so that's too you, high of you bring up so much expectation year one that if you falter a little bit, like, you know, if, if they were bad – Last year, you'd understand, you, you know, you're talking new players, new team, it, you know, culture got to be built. But, like, you go out and have a season like that. Granted, they didn't play great the last month and a half of the season. They got lucky at the beginning of the season with a lot of own goals. I get that. But, you know, that's what you think your team's going to play like all year. And yeah. so this could really be a uh, bad that, that, that may be the case. I just don't think people view it through the lens of, oh, they're good. That's why we're going. I think it's an, an, an event. I agree. Oh, kind of like college football. Go. I'm talking about the people that are, you know, yeah. watching or yeah, trying know, to watch, but I mean, trying but, to get into but, it. But, you know, I remember texting with Prod Joe right after they got eliminated. And he's laying out. Truly, even though we joke about Bundesliga and second Bundesliga, some team is it Dortmund, maybe? Borussia Dortmund. Uh, that, uh, you know, like they, they sell their players. Yeah. And I'm going, what in the world? He goes, yeah, that's just MLS. I mean, that's kind of the business. You, you, you develop players and then you sell them to the bigger leagues. That's, that's the deal. I mean, these guys, you know, it's nothing against City. It's just the reality of the situation. It's also the case with the Battlehawks. If you get a call from whatever league that would be above, obviously EPL, but uh, even above, and you have the opportunity to play there, you're going to take that over MLS. 100%. That's that's just that's the business of it, just like if an NFL team, like if McCarron became the second-string quarterback with the Bengals, and they said, we can't have you, you know, getting hit in the UFL, McCarron's leaving St. Louis. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a weird deal, because obviously that's not the case with what fans have become accustomed to in St. Louis, which... Cardinals and Blues being the top of their respective leagues. Yeah, and then you have the, obviously like the messy thing, which is huge and massive for it. But unfortunately, like for the MLS, you now have the advent of the Saudi Arabian League offering huge money to older players who are huge names. Like Ronaldo obviously got big money, but other big-name players who used to be great are taking these massive deals from them, and no blame on them, but that's those are guys like MLS is targeting to bring here to bring more eyes on which is Which is a great thing. Right. I love it, and I and I think, I mean, again, I, I, viewing things through, if you want to talk about a 20-year growth projection, I'll buy stock in MLS all day long. Agreed. Um, 
but it's also it's just a weird spot that you have a team that that isn't the top in its in its in its sport. And so you know, I mean, can you imagine, Plowhawk, this would activate you? But if the Cardinals were like, "Ooh, we can get you know." $50 million if we send Goldschmidt to a team, you know, over <laughs> yeah. in England. That's uh, my <laughs> other problem with the NLS. Yeah, is that you but again, I, but, but I, that's why I keep going back to, I think the people who love it, they love the atmosphere and they love just the game of soccer. And you have truly uh, a top tier building in downtown West that people just enjoy going to. And whether it's not like they're going to grow attached to players with the same level of the attachment of, you know, whether it be, you know, take your pick on the Blues or the Cardinals. Certainly you will some, don't get me wrong, but just I think there's an understanding. And St. Louis has a passionate soccer fan base. I look forward to it, you know, and I recognize it is, you know, what it is. But still, I, I look forward. I look forward to those games. Um, and, yeah, it's fun. And, 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 I, and, I, and I love the fact that you have an, a sporting event in St. Louis that is not dominated by the olds where you have to sit down because some, you know, person, they just kind of go, okay, that's the deal. Yeah. People are going to stand and cheer. Sorry, you don't like it, then you probably shouldn't go. That's just the situation. And I know if I take my boys to it, or myself for that matter, I can't see over people. Uh, that's just kind of the deal. You don't want to deal with it, then, then don't go. But that's going to be the atmosphere. And so I think it's more like a college football game in that, Okay, you know, Florida sucks this year, but we still want to go to the swamp and tailgate and sure. hang out, you know, whether city's good or not. I don't I don't think it's necessarily going to impact the enthusiasm. Certainly last year was a windfall, but I don't think it's going to like spoil people like what happened in in the 90s with the Braves uh, or even in the late 90s and early 2000s with the Rams here. I think in a weird way what happened in 99 through 2003 spoiled fans here because we got like the purest form of cocaine when it came to that uh, offense. 921 in St. Louis. I know we got a break. Uh, send your emails in for the design air heating and cooling email of the day the morning after at InsideSTL.com. We will have that coming up in about 25 minutes. And then Jackson and I will head down the hallway and we'll deal with it. We'll be just fine, especially with a Thursday thoroughfare prepared on 101 ESPN. This is TMA presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.